Hi, it's Annabelle Matson, and welcome to the Steep Your Soul podcast, soulful guidance for women who are seeking deeper truth and meaning to their lives. If you're ready to move past what's been holding you back and awaken to your full potential and purpose in life, then let's get started. started. Hi, and welcome back to the podcast. It's Annabelle Matson here. You may need to hear this episode today if you're feeling frustrated that things aren't working out the way you want them to, if things aren't working out in the timing that you want them to or the way in which you'd envisioned. You may need to hear this episode if you have a history of being hard on yourself, if you dip in and out of confidence in yourself and what you're doing. And when things don't go according to plan, you can get really hard on yourself. This is for you if you feel like you're a busy person, you're a type A personality, you succeed and achieve, but it often comes at the cost of your own well-being. You feel like you have to push to make things happen in your life and you have a deeper desire for things to feel easier and you want the journey to achieving what you want to feel much more enjoyable. If any of this connects with you, then dive into the episode. It's great to be back on the podcast with you. I'd been meaning to create some more episodes for you, but the timing just didn't feel quite right. And I have always have a really strong intention of approaching my work from a place of spaciousness. So no pressure, no rushing. And there's always going to be that part of our mind, right? That says, well, you should do this. It's It's been a while. You better record more episodes. But I don't ever want this to be a thing that I feel or that I do out of obligation. I really enjoy crafting these messages for you. So I'm just happy to let that part of the mind sit down, just take my time and record these episodes when it feels right. So here I am. It's great to be back and um, sharing this message with you today. The little bit of a pause on the episodes encourage some of you to go back and listen to previous episodes. And I really encourage you to do that because the messages are timeless. They'll speak to you differently at different times. And even if you've listened to an episode before, you'll always pick up something new if you listen again. If you know someone who would love these episodes and if there's a specific message you feel would connect for someone in your life, please do share it with them. I have a goal in mind for the number of people I would love to reach each episode and serve through each episode. So if you want to help me co-create that outcome and be a part of that, then I would so love your help. On a personal note, right at the end of last year, just before um, we we clocked over into a new year, I got engaged to my partner, Ben, and we've been together a long time now, 11 years. I actually designed the ring, so I kind of knew it was happening. Well, I did know it was happening, but it was still really exciting nonetheless. And we're getting married in a couple of months. So we've had a super and short engagement, um, about about four or five months. So we're getting all of our planning underway. There's not a lot of time to sit on decisions. So we're having to be pretty decisive, Um, but we've got all of that excitement to look forward to. And there's been another new exciting addition on the work front, and that is my group online breathwork classes. So up until now, breathwork has just been something I've shared inside my private programs. And last year, I'd been creating some incredible shifts for my clients in in those programs. And I always felt the nudge to be sharing it with my wider community. So coming into this year, I I decided, yep, this is something that I really want to do. So I ran some classes the other week and the feedback was really positive. So I'm now going to be 
having this as an ongoing regular offering for my community to participate in. So the breath work that I facilitate is focused on emotional release and energetic clearing and healing. So you might like to come to an online class with me if you feel like you've been up in your head and you've been overthinking things. You want to feel more grounded, more peaceful. Um, If there's emotion or stuck energy that you're wanting to shift, if there are certain beliefs or patterns that you feel are holding you back and you want to let them go. If you want to feel more clear, more connected to your intuition, a lot of people find there's some beautiful insights that come through the breath work. And really, if you're seeking an inner reset and you want to feel more energized, most people say this type of breath work is unlike anything they've felt before. It's very safe. It's very simple and an amazing way to experience big breakthroughs in your life. So you can join from the comfort of your own home. We do it on Zoom. You can head over to my website, AnnabelleMatson.com and click the breathwork button and book your preferred class. So there are things we can all look back on in our lives, those experiences, realizations or discoveries or moments that we feel really change things for us. And one of those discoveries for me was realizing how conditional the acceptance of myself had been. And at this point, it's not as if I had um, not been doing a lot of work on myself or been in this sort of self-growth area. I'd I'd been in the self-growth area for a while. So my self-care was on point. I knew that it was important to take time out for myself. I thought I understood what my needs were. Um, I could put boundaries where they needed to be. I was um, able to, you know, take action and pursue my goals and dreams and things that were important to me. All of the things we might consider when we think about self-love and honoring the relationship with ourselves. Yet what was really interesting was I would get myself into these binds when things weren't working out for me. So I had an idea of how things should go. And when I didn't meet that goal or I wasn't meeting the expectations that I had of myself, I'd get into this very frustrating and this very low place. And it wasn't so much that there was this conscious layer of negative or critical self-talk. That can be the case for some of us where that judgmental self-talk is very top of mind. But I often find for many of us that conscious layer of of critical self-talk isn't actually there anymore. Where it's more apparent is in our physical sensations. So in these moments when I hit a roadblock, I would feel tight in my body. I would feel tension in my jaw. I'd get a racing heart. I'd feel busy and I'd feel irritable. And so I started to get curious about this. And I discovered that there was some deeper stories that I'd been telling myself that took a little bit more digging to find. And I noticed this with a lot of people I work with as well especially if you've been on a self-growth path for a while, you might think, okay, I've got I've got some of this stuff down now. I've done some work to shift the way I speak to myself or at least, you know, I'm aware of my internal dialogue or my self-talk. So there's often an awareness there. But what I want to invite you to do is to get curious as to what's happening with your under-the-breath self-talk or some of the internal dialogue that's going on beyond the conscious mind. There's often some self-talk there that we're actually not aware of, but we can start to see it 
when we look at how we're meeting ourselves in the moments where things aren't working out. If you've been a high achiever or you recognize sort of like being a type A personality, you'll be used to achieving. And underneath that, there's a degree and often a high degree of validation that you give yourself when you do. So when you nail that project or hit your targets or you're making the money that you want or you are signing the clients you want, whatever the external goals are, when you're doing that and succeeding and achieving, there's probably a large part of you that feels settled and safe and good about where you are and who you are. And it's not that there's anything wrong with recognizing and celebrating our success when things are going well, but it's often what happens is when we aren't achieving, when things aren't happening in the way we want them to, that's when we sort of unconsciously withdraw that validation and approval of ourselves. And then we come face to face with, actually, I've been very conditional in how I've been accepting myself. I see this a lot with the women that I work with, people who are used to going at a fast pace. And then, for example, they go on maternity leave and life is a lot slower. It's much less outcome driven than it has been in the past. And also women returning to work and they can't be at the pace they were at pre-children. Sometimes it's a health issue or a life circumstance that causes us to slow down or just things generally aren't lining up for us in the way we want them to. And we'll get frustrated in these moments. We'll get stressed. It will feel uncomfortable. And a lot of us can loop around in this and get quite stuck here. So what I've found is going on here is unconsciously we're playing out this pattern of validating ourselves when we're achieving and succeeding. And when we aren't, we're judging ourselves for not doing enough or not being enough. And this pattern can be traced way back because culturally we celebrate success. When we were younger, we were praised, we were recognized when we achieved or we succeeded in some way. And for some of us, that was how we found the most love and approval from our parents. When we achieved, we received that recognition from them. So it sets up this pattern that achievement is how I find love. It's how I prove to myself and prove to others that I'm enough. And if you were parented in that way, what's interesting is your inner child that lives within you is constantly seeking achievement as a way to gain your love and approval. So it might not be that you have this conscious self-talk of you're not good enough, you're not doing enough. As I said, it can be more of this under-the-breath self-talk that's happening, and it's more evident in your emotions or how you're feeling when things aren't working out. And some people that I work with don't identify with not feeling confident. Some people feel like I don't have self-worth stuff to work on because I am confident. I've been able to apply myself and achieve these amazing things. There's a difference here about self-confidence and self-worth. So how I'm talking about it in this context is really simplistically. I see confidence as the ability to show up and put yourself out there and take action towards what you want. 
self-worth is how do I actually feel about myself in that process? And we're often not really taking the time to connect with that. In my view, all of us have self-worth stuff to work on. it's, It's universal. It's part of our human experience here. Whether we feel like we're confident or not, or whether we identify as being confident or not. So the discomfort we're feeling in these periods when things aren't working out, yes, it's it's the frustration of not achieving things not happening on our time frame. But often what's perpetuating that is the judgment that we're pouring all over ourselves. That makes this load much heavier to carry. And it's not until we hit a road bump that we realize like, oh, yes, my acceptance of myself has been very conditional. I feel good about myself when I'm achieving, when I'm meeting goals, when I'm creating outcomes or when people are validating me. And when that's not happening, that's when we can really see this underlying judgment. And for me, it was like nailing goals or receiving praise from others. It would give me this temporary boost. It would inflate me for a moment. And then it was back to hustling for the next outcome, the next achievement, going, going, going. Because seeking validation through achievement, it's not a long-term strategy. It becomes like this bottomless pit that we can never really fill. So we keep ourselves in this loop of achieving and striving in an attempt to get full. So we keep searching, we keep hustling, we keep pushing, we keep pressuring ourselves because we're hungry. We're hungry for acceptance, for love, for praise. And there's this misunderstanding that's been created way back that you find that through what you do and what you achieve. So you can see how it really keeps us in this cycle of pressure and stress and busyness and needing to constantly prove and keep up. When I first started working with clients, I focused a lot on self-care and wellness and found a lot of clients who came to me were high achievers, people who were very busy, who were stressed, and their well-being was being impacted. And yes, we can absolutely implement daily practices and there are tools that we can learn and use to support um, a really good rebalancing in our lives. But I soon, soon found out that that busyness that was occurring was actually about something else. And I was really keen to be able to address that root cause, the root cause of that pattern. And it's what we've been discussing here. What helps shift that pattern ultimately is being able to fill ourselves up with our own acceptance. So we don't have to constantly strive and stress ourselves out to find it externally. And when we can do this, this is what invites in a whole new feeling of ease and peace and well-being into our into our lives and into our experience. It's coming back to this realization of, oh, I'm actually enough. I don't have to prove myself to anyone. I don't have to do all of these things in order to feel good about myself. And if you recognize that as being someone who is busy, you've got a lot on the go, you're a high achiever, and you're doing your best to take care of yourself, but nothing kind of seems to stick or nothing really seems to shift your experience, it's likely that there's something else that's driving that need to be busy, that 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 real hunger for success. It's likely to do with a lot of what we've talked about in this episode. 
And it's not that being driven and wanting success for ourselves and wanting to achieve things is bad or negative. Definitely not. But it's more about how do we treat ourselves in that process and how do we meet ourselves in that process? All of the self-care, all of the practices, all of the tools that we can use to support ourselves become much more effective when we really begin to make this internal shift, seeing ourselves as worthy and whole and complete as we are right now without having to achieve anything more. And I think this is one of the most fundamental lessons I think we have to learn as humans is to see ourselves as worthy and enough as we are without the achievement, without the status, without the relationship, the money, without the success, to really begin to lean into this idea that actually I am enough as I am right now in this moment. And you don't have to connect with this belief and truly believe it right away and feel like you've got to walk around with this false positivity, but be willing to lean into it. Be willing to lean into this idea of, I'm, I'm willing to see that I'm enough as I am right now. So here's where I've got to with this with myself because I've been walking this journey as well. The most important commitment that I make to myself is to not let what's happening outside of me define how I feel about myself. This is ongoing work and it's a commitment we need to recommit to. And depending on where we're at, sometimes we have to recommit to this hourly, sometimes daily. But it does get easier and easier over time the more you lean into this. So when I talk about this commitment of like not letting what's happening outside of me define how I feel about myself, what I mean here is whether I manifest exactly what I want, whether I hit certain goals, whether things line up the way I want them to, or whether certain people are approving of me. It's making this commitment that I won't let that stuff change how I feel about myself. It's not letting what other people think about you or what you're doing determine how you feel about you. It's about learning to derive your acceptance from within yourself and having that acceptance be based on nothing other than the fact that you are just enough. It's about making the home you have within yourself feel loving and feeling feel supportive and letting this be what anchors you if we're wanting to tap into more motivation more consistency towards our dreams and goals this is exactly how you do that my most popular episode to date is episode one where I talk all about this and a lot of you message me to say how much those messages connected with you Being able to stick with what is important to us doesn't come from needing more willpower or discipline. Your inner self, your inner child needs to feel like, okay, even if this doesn't work out, will you still love me? Will you still have my back? And if your inner child feels like, okay, you're going to support me and you'll still be on my side either way, and your inner child feels like, okay, you'll love me and accept me regardless of what happens, that part of you then feels safe to release the brakes and that's when you begin to move forward. So the pathway to consistency and commitment to the things we want in our life all comes back to the relationship we have with ourselves. Definitely go and check out episode one if that part resonates with you. 
So the truth is here is your self-worth doesn't need to be on the line all the time because in truth, you are worthy always and in always. And it doesn't matter what you do or you don't do, you innately have value. And your inner self may need to hear, you know, in times where you feel this is being triggered as in things aren't working out or someone might make a comment or there's a judgment that's made about you. It's really coming back to yourself and placing your hand on your heart and saying, I won't let this define how I feel about myself. I am enough. I always have been and I always will be. So I hope this episode has served you. Please do let me know um, what you've got out of it and um, what you enjoyed from the episode. Come and join me over on Instagram. Tag me in your stories and let me know at Annabelle Matson. And come and join a breathwork class. It's an amazing way to heal and experience a big release in the areas that we've talked about today in this episode. A great way to shift old beliefs, old energy, old stuff that's holding us back and help you get out of your head and access that more grounded and peaceful part of yourself. You can book a class over on my website at annabellematson.com. And if you want to go deeper into this work, if you're looking for more personalized support, you can work with me in a private program and you can contact me via my website and I'm happy to send you the programs that I have available. Thanks for tuning into this episode and I look forward to connecting with you in the next one. Thank you.